Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Barbara and Scully and Dr. Buckley join us once again. Good afternoon to you both. Hello, Hello there. Hello How's there. Going? Here's your first question. My daughter and her ex-boyfriend broke up about three months ago. The problem is, I miss him a lot. They would always be calling in and I found him great company. He'd always do odd jobs for me around the house and my garden has never been so tidy. Since they broke up, I've been really sad for her. But actually, I've realised I'm sad too that he's no longer around. I'm tempted to text him to ask him (laughs) would he still mind calling in occasionally. Do you think it's okay for me to stay in touch with him even when she has cut him off? <laughs> I know this, this is this a rhetorical is question or what? Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, I can just imagine this woman, you know, writing this letter as she's looking out at her garden going, oh no, no look at the grass the is too long, garden. look at all the leaves. Um, but, you know, having said that, I don't think that this is that uncommon a problem. I no. have heard of this a number of times yeah. and it's usually the mother who, you know, likes or, you know, misses the daughter's boyfriend and, and he became a fixture around the house and, you know, um, that they, they got on very well together. So that is not unusual in itself. Um, but with this case, I get the impression, um, and I might be wrong, that this mother really is missing having her garden looking good and having mm-hmm. somebody have an odd job Bob around, you know, who she can say, oh, that's broken. Well, Bob will be around now the next day or two and we'll, we'll ask him to, to have a look at that. Um so, like her last question, do you think it's okay for me to stay in touch with them even when she, her daughter, has cut him off? Uh, no, it's definitely not okay. Um, no matter how awful your garden looks, um, you, <laughs> that is not okay. Um, and also, you know, I think I'd like to I'd like to say that I believe that this woman really does miss his company and the chats and the cups mm, of tea, yeah, but I actually yeah. don't think that's the case. I think it is a question of he think? was a handy chap to have around. Yeah. Um and uh, and I think mm. that she's missing that. But like your daughter needs to move on and she can't move on if you've got this anchor of the ex-boyfriend still hanging around the house to suit you and not anybody else um, you know go and go and <laughs> but if she did text the boyfriend and the boyfriend said oh thank god like that's a little that's odd too, too. Uh, yeah, I that's thought. weird too but I have a feeling that the boyfriend wouldn't be probably saying mm. that um, so you know this woman needs to ask around and find a nice garden service that she can pay for and they will be at her beck and call and sure maybe she could have a nice cup of coffee with whoever comes to, to, to do yeah, the garden to the yeah, but yeah. it shouldn't be yeah. the, the daughter's ex-boyfriend oh, I have a theory Okay. Oh. This woman's a widow. Yeah. And I don't think she has any kind of nefarious oh, intentions no, with the boyfriend. And she just might be a bit lonely, a bit lonely for a male company yeah. who also happens to Bless do the you. garden. Bless you, Sean. I think that yeah. might be that. I, I think so too. I don't think it's about, you know, him tending to her lady gardener. <laughs> excuse me, that was, excuse me, that was not what I said. I meant no, the real No, garden. I know, we know I meant that. the yeah. real That's, just, that's sorry, just where sorry. his mind oh, yeah, went. Yeah, what that means. I don't know what that God means. Sake, <laughs> I'm gay. You've just heard about I, it. It's just a very, like, you know, like a nice thing. A garden owned by a lady. With lots of petunias. Um, no, I think I think look, if you de- develop a relationship with somebody, whoever they are, and whatever whatever level that relationship is, they become part of your life and then for them to suddenly be removed through no uh, fault of your own, that's just something that she has to get over. And I and taking up what you said, I don't know if she's a widow, but maybe that kind of lost thing is a is a feature, so it's kind of triggering those emotions in some way. However, I do agree with you, Barry. Like, you know, the girl, you don't, you, she doesn't know what went on inside their relationship. And the lovely guy with a nice smile who and was handy with the lawnmower. with the lawnmower, 
she doesn't know what her horrible daughter did to him or, yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. So, you, you know, so the best thing is to allow them to manage what their relationship is. And, and those rules about breakup are unless the people involved in the relationship choose to keep those tentacles kind of connected. Unfortunately, there's collateral damage in those things and that means mummy's little helper kind of gets lost. I love the innocence of the two of you being men thinking that because this woman is a widow, she's missing out on a bit of male company. I don't think it's that. I Not think it's because she company. might be a widow. I think she might be a widow. I think you might be right. Maybe she's but a But I think it's more widow. that she wants stuff done around the house that perhaps the husband used to do and then the handy boyfriend was happy I know, but what to that do. represents to her cynical. as well. Uh, it's not just... It's not just the garden sorted. I know it is represent having the garden sorted, but, but it's maybe something comforting and it reminds her of something to know there's a man in the garden. Oh, it's and, just and, nicer and, to look and, out your window and go, oh, the garden's okay, so looking good. Okay, so no, this woman is barren emotionally is what yeah, you're I saying. Yeah, I think that's really I'm, harsh, Barbara. Yeah, yeah, really I know, harsh, I'm not usually yeah. the harsh one. Like, yeah, 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 I'm being oh, harsh here, yeah. Um, look, but like, say, how about like it was, it's, 20 years and a marriage breaks up and then suddenly you've got it wasn't 20 years yeah I know but the thing about it is it's still the same rules often apply which means the people in the relationship separate and you know there's an awkwardness over it and you might miss the partner but the thing is you don't know what went on in the relationship or maybe you do but you know I still kind of like it and I you know it's awkward it's difficult but the problem is is that there's a there is a price to be paid and and that is unfortunately she can't maintain that relationship at the same oh, level. Oh, we're because, agreed on that. And, and yeah. Because what happens when the girlfriend gets a new, a new boyfriend, boyfriend or girlfriend? And the old or boyfriend still do the grass. Yeah, that's just gonna yeah. be really weird. <laughs> it's like it's like it. Yeah. Is. Plus, also, is she going to judge every yeah, boyfriend by yeah, his gardening yeah. abilities absolutely. now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He has ruined it for and all can the we future also boyfriends. Acknowledge the fact that the, gir- the, the the mother hasn't even spoken to the daughter about that, so she doesn't know anything what's going on in the relationship. She knows so, it's dodgy. Too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's clear that she knows it's dodgy. Exactly. So the reason she's writing to us is because she wants her garden sorted. So do we have any tips? No, go and get a gardening service. I don't think she really misses him that much. I think she misses having her garden done and the odd jobs done. And the fact that she knows he's around every couple of days. So, you know, if, as you say, I think it's very likely she's a widow. And if, she, now this is very sexist as well, because I'm assuming she can't do any of these things herself. I would think that she's choosing not to choosing not to do them when there's somebody else willing to do them. Uh, but I actually think that but what is what that this is about. That spells out attention rather than need. That spells out somebody who's going, wouldn't it be nice if somebody would just come in here and make me feel good about myself by tending to my garden and, you know, using a hammer here and there. it's making you feel good about yourself. They're just jobs that need to be done. And if somebody else it's is willing attention. to do them and it doesn't cost her any money and he's a nice fella to have a cup of tea with after he's cut the grass great happy days equals attention to me that's well, just attention that's okay. going I want regardless of what the, what the underlying motivation for the for wanting the attention is that's just attention and the attention has been taken away she's like oh is it really bad of me to want the attention back no but you shouldn't because it, it actually relates to somebody else's relationship it's not about you missus that's it exactly yeah, right exactly. There so we go. no is your no. answer no a resounding no, no. I think uh, I love the way uh, the mother hasn't even bothered to pretend she wants the ex-boyfriend around for his personality but exactly. merely for his gardening skills that was uh, um, uh, <laughs> Barbara's totally with you on that one Carol says my ex now this is complicated but it'll make sense my ex-boyfriend's mother used to invite his ex-girlfriend uh, this is the, the girlfriend before yeah. Carol uh, around all the time when I was there. Great. I'm trying to be diplomatic here, but my ex-boyfriend's mother was, how shall we say it, oh, not guess. a very nice lady. Oh, that's uh, that's really, that's very diplomatic. Oh, wow. That's, oh, that's where this woman's headed if she doesn't cop on. 
Yeah, even like, as you know, I have an inexhaustible supply of daughters. And uh, uh, when, when, and that, like, that's happened as well that, you know, one of them gets a boyfriend and then he's going out with one of them, but he's kind of going out with four the of family, them at yeah. the same time, you know. Uh, and then when there's a breakup, they go, oh, but I really like yeah, blah, blah. Nice, you yeah. know, and, and they might text and see how's it going. Yeah. And then that's caused tensions elsewhere. And not they want to go out with them or yeah. anything, but just they were kind of mating. Yeah, no, I totally yeah. get it. I mean, I have two Dolly Fossils. That's what I meant. I mean, it yeah. is hard to kind of just let go of those relationships because you put in a little bit of emotional labour to, to kind of get that's to right. know somebody. And then you go, oh, now that's it. And it's not really nice, again. you know, contradicting what I said earlier, it is really nice to have fresh blood in the house, if you like. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody yeah. new and somebody different, somebody bringing a breath of fresh air. So, yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I'm a mum of three and since my divorce, I've been exploring polyamory. I have realised that it's something I want to continue and as part of my life. However, I am wondering if I should come out to my children. They're tw- 15, 12 and 10. They have noticed several partners coming and going, but I haven't questioned me outright on it. I feel I should be honest, particularly as I feel the eldest has an idea of what's going on. Should I keep my romantic life to myself and not confuse them with meeting multiple partners of mine? Or do I owe it to them to be truthful about my situation? And if my kids know, should I also tell my parents and siblings? I'm also worried about them being judgmental about it. Really? I, I, would, <laughs> I would have thought perfect for Christmas dinner. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. what does a polyamorous Christmas dinner look like? Um, oh. Off you go, this is right up your street. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Well, Mr. Woke Political That's not what woke means, Barbara. Um, look... Describe what, actually, there might be people well, listening saying, what yeah. the hell does polyamory well, mean? polyamorous comes from the Greek oh, word poly, go. which means many, and amorous, which means love, love, lovers, lovers, and love interests and stuff. Does that mean you just bonk a lot of people? Is it that what it means, basically? she's into, like, a more, like, multiple partners, but it, it, can, it can be anything from having two or three or four or five regular Partners yeah. to like a bit more loose and whatever, yeah. but I mean polyamorous just means that you you you, you feel, and I, I I'm not an expert on this despite what Barbara thinks about my life, <laughs> but I, what I, my understanding of it is is that it's driven by a belief that it's a kind of a it's a it's an opposite choice to monogamy where you believe that your ability to have a one-on-one relationship kind of curtails you in some way and that you mm. have so much love to give and love is infinite and why not spread it around it comes with the fact that basically the monogamy is kind of like a construct that, that society yeah. has imposed and it's kind of so it's kind of got right so is it relationships that are just like writing no, I think it's I think it's relationships ultimately, and that's the, but this is where the crux of this particular problem yes, comes in agreed. because she's recently out of a relationship, and this is a, in an initial stage with you. I don't know if any of her um, new uh, relationships have developed into you know early kind of serious type mm-hmm. relationships, or whether it's just she's having multiple partners. None of that is relevant when it comes to her children because I think at the end of the day, her children should be spoken to at the risk of sounding like I've been listening to too much Joanna Fortune children should be spoken to in, a, in their own level and, and, and they don't need to know the details of they don't need to know labels they don't need to know any of that the daughter who's old or the, the child who's old enough to the 15 year old yeah, can just see that mum's with different people now that can mean one of two things it can mean that mum's just kind of meeting people and you enjoying know life, yeah. enjoying life and, and, and you know whatever if that does come with the judgement or not that's one thing but it's it, until that whole setup or those setups become definitive enough to, to require to be explained 
the explanation really is mum's come out of a long relationship and she's not really re- settling down with anybody and that's enough that's fine isn't it I don't know I don't I don't know how 15 year old though 15 year old's gonna know uh, yeah. and probably the 12 year old's gonna know various men are coming and staying the night in Mammy's room and then leaving the next day. So, so they're not going to assume Mammy's running a and b uh, True, but if Mum is having that kind of multiple kind of like, you know, train loads of people coming in and out, whatever, that's a different kind loads. of proposition than the same people yes. with whom the children can develop like a, a kind of a... like A, a relationship. Yeah, or like just get to know when a kind of, yeah. a, you know. So that's a different thing. Yeah. Again, I mean, I'm just kind of speculating here because this is a kind of an unusual... Um, space to find I don't think um, coming out in this way like is obviously uh, so many of us will, will be kind of coming at this with a certain amount of judgment and a certain amount of, of understanding of, of just because we're used to a certain monogamous yeah. type of thing so the, so the alternatives seem confusing or strange or um, promiscuous or whatever it is to us so we have judgment sometimes um, that's a problem that needs to be confronted on an individual relationship basis just like when I came out as gay I had a way of dealing with what my friends and my, you know, those kind of acquaintances what their opinions were and, I, and the emotional labour I was invested in there was way different than I would have been with my friend, with my yes. family and my parents because I knew those relationships were more substantial to me and so therefore they required more time and explanation and, and as I said emotional labour similarly with this woman She's going to have to decide who requires the special attention to explain or, you know, yeah. to, 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 to tell about her scenario. Ultimately, though, I don't, I don't think the kids need to be explained too much. That's my, my good feeling is, you know. Yeah, I, I, oh, I don't. I think the 15 year old, uh, that 15 year old uh, uh, is judgment central. That 15 year old, as people are dating each other, they, you know, they're, they're going to have opinions on this. Yeah, so from yeah. that point of view, though, it's, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know that. I mean, to me, that's, to me, that it just feels like it's, it's one of those ones where you mention it. See, I think, and I mean, I broadly agree with you, except for with the kids, maybe. But um, I remember I interviewed somebody once about who was polyamorous, about polyamory. And I remember going home after talking to her and thinking, Jesus, is my life really boring? Like, it's like I'm dying and, you know, haven't been married for a million years to one person. I, I've kind of kind of went home thinking it's like I'm dining on the set dinner menu when there's a big exotic buffet full of all kinds of wonderful exotic foods yeah. next door and I've just not crossed over the threshold to go and sample any of that. Um, and then I thought about how much work it takes to keep one relationship on the road and I thought like really I don't think I'd have the capacity And the person you interviewed two. were they saying they had loads of relationships? They were basic no as far as I can remember um, they there was like three or four of them who were constant if you like right, okay. um, in a relationship and I think that is the crux of the matter here. In other words, as you said, this woman is is just out of a relationship. Perhaps she's crossed over next door to sample the buffet. She mightn't be going mm. to stay there. And I think that that's, she needs to be careful before she starts to kind of, especially with the older kids, to introduce this as a concept uh, to yeah. them. You know, she'd want to be fairly sure, yeah, this is the way it's going. And then, as you said, it's whether she is in serious relationships or whether they're transient experimental kind of relationships and I think with this transient experimental type of I'm not sure relationship I don't I don't think the kids should be involved in that at all but I equally am not sure that it's great for the kids to be meeting all these different people over breakfast which I'm not sure why that's happening Uh, you know it could be conducted away from the children in which case I think that's probably preferable until you're sure but if she's sure yeah 
polyamory is for me and this is where yeah. I'm going then she definitely and if she has relationships that look as if they're going to last for a bit with two, three, four, five, 110 whatever that then she does need to sit down with certainly the older children and and explain that to I them I think with this kind of situation I think I, I, I wouldn't be as concerned about whether or not this person knows that their polyamorous kind of urges are real or not. I don't. I think it's it's about how it fits into to, to the life, the complicated side of it. Um, but I, if you're having a series of one night stands, whether you're polyamorous or not, like your kids don't really need to be involved in that. They don't yeah. really need to be having a front row seat to that. I and I'm not sure why well, they have. And I think that's because what's happening here is that she's foregrounding or she's centering her own experiences right now because it's like, and this is anybody who, who came out will kind of recognise what I'm talking about here. When you first come out, you tend to, it's like you, you have your teenage years all over again right. because you kind of have to relive an experience that you, you would either foregone or you would suppressed or whatever because it just wasn't available to you yeah. at the time now she's kind of putting her emotions and her feelings and all right at the beginning she's opening up that kind of Pandora's box but it's everything's coming out there and that just can be really messy so because she has children to think about and because she has her parents to think about just it's, it is a softly softly kind of thing none of which undermines the validity of her life yes. choices yes. but what it does do is it brings in the clash up against what you know why do you need I just think to... with children especially if they've gone through a divorce yeah. do you know what I mean the That's... kids are going to be a little bit on kind of possibly you know they're just not sure of security and all that kind of stuff and I think that that's where she has to be careful so if the kids you know if if she's introducing them to Frank and then Fred and then Mary and then whoever else and every you know that can make the kids feel even more insecure so I think unless there are people who are going to feature going forward on a reasonably regular basis, I would keep the kids out of it. And I I mean, I, I don't, you know, I think it's awful that anybody has to come out in a mm. public way. Uh, you know, it'd be great if we lived in a world where that wasn't necessary any longer. And hopefully we will get there. And I don't think she needs to come out to her wider family. But there is another person who I think she does need to come out to. And that is her husband, her ex-husband. Um, because if the children are spending time with their father yeah. he needs to know because they need to be able to ask him about it as well if they're if spending time with their father he knows already he knows yeah. already, 15 yeah. year old okay. is already told but him. she needs to talk to him about yeah. that very clearly so that he so that you know they can both present the same picture if you like to the children I think I think as well the whole stigma thing the whole feelings of stigma around whatever whatever you, you know she seems to me to be coming to some a, a realisation that I know how I feel and I think it's fine so therefore what I want to do is I want to release it into the world and absolve myself of the feelings of shame and all that kind of stuff and therefore I'm going to give the problem for everybody else to deal with however that's just not appropriate when it's your children and it's not always workable when it's your parents and life isn't going to do that for you necessarily unfortunately it's kind of consequential I think the the husband you know whatever I mean if he was he going to say I mean in lots of ways the same rules apply as to whether she was just in a new relationship with one person or with two or three different people the only difference is your judgement of the situation exactly Uh, Ronan on Twitter says uh, Surely a polyamorous Christmas lunch is one where you get more breast. Uh, Ronan uh, wins our <laughs> oh, heteronormative oh, joke of the day there. Oh, uh, the, uh, <laughs> Peter says, back in the day, my ex of eight months broke up with me, but I continue to be friends with her dad. We shared an interest in boats. So much so, he was my best man when I got married some years later. Fast forward 30 years, we're still best friends. 
says Peter. That's gas, isn't that's it? That's gas. That's nice. That's nice. Actually. No, it's kind yeah, of nice. nice. Yeah. And it didn't obviously hold anybody back, so no. that's good. Well, the uh, daughter's not talking to either. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my God, I'm a widow and I miss my gardener for the garden's sake. I can't text him now in case he listens to this and gets the wrong idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sue says, "I'm amazed that you assume she is a widow or separated. She might be a single mother. That apart, that's true. Okay, oh no, point. that's perfectly yeah. fair. And we don't know. I was just me coming up with a mad thing off the top. Of the my only head. thing is, if you're a single parent." you probably have accepted a long time ago that you have to do your own grass. Yeah. Uh, that apart, she should ask her daughter if it's okay to pay him to do the garden. I live on my own and some of the nicest men are the various men the maintenance companies send to fix the plumbing or the fireplace, etc. It is about intelligent conversation with people you can trust, uh, says Sue. You know, that's okay. fair enough, fair but enough, I think yeah. she can't, you can't use that as an argument uh, towards keeping the ex-boyfriend in your life. There's plenty, she can form a new relationship yeah. with the fella she's going to pay to do the gardening. You know, a friendship, you know, and a, and a chat. Yeah, absolutely. Because right. most of them want a cup of tea, like. <laughs> do they? They don't, oh, they generally oh, do. Geez, yeah, a cup of tea. Our next question is this. I started dating my current boyfriend about four months ago. I've been rather taken aback to notice that he shaves his armpits. At first, I didn't give it much thought, but I have found it playing on my mind a lot lately. After he started taking a razor to his underarm area and quite nonchalantly began shaving it while I was standing beside him doing my makeup. I mentioned it briefly then and and, and he said, does it make him feel uh, fresh? I find it really off-putting, but otherwise he's great. Is it just me? Or should I ask him to stop shaving? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Declan will have a field day with this one as well, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. Um, Do you know what this made me think of, actually, when I I read this first? I was thinking, like, especially during all the lockdowns and all the the stuff over the last two years, there's been so many things that I think... And it, this would, uh, when I was thinking about this, would apply to women only. But obviously, this means it applies to men too. There's so many things that we have been brainwashed into thinking we need to do in order to be acceptable in the world. Uh, you know, such as dyeing your hair to pretend you're not the age you are. Such as wearing a bra if you've no tits. Such as deodorant. I was only thinking of that one the other day. And I was thinking, we all lash on deodorant without actually... Now, I've done no research on this. Without actually thinking about it. Yeah. Like, is it absolutely necessary is it necessary in the winter if you're not sitting in 30 degrees of sunshine? I'm not sure that it is. And, you know, given that your skin is the largest organ in your body, no, we don't have a clue what we're doing. And shaving your armpit hair because it makes you feel fresher and it's cleaner, which is one of the narratives that you get as a woman. And also it makes you, you know, obviously more attractive, apparently, um, is another one of those things that we've all accepted. All women have accepted as being, yeah, we need to do this in order to, you know, to, to reach whatever mad standards that we need to reach in order to be acceptable in the world. And I know when I started traveling back in the early 1980s, Spanish women and Italian women didn't shave their underarm mm. hair. I remember being like, whoa, my God, like, look at this. And I, I wasn't aware of them all smelling or having kind of, you know, serious skin issues because they didn't. So, you know, the idea that he's sha- the idea that anybody has shaven their armpit hair because it makes them or it is cleaner in some way is, I think, a load of codswallop. And it's kind of sad that this kind of baloney has now, you know, that men are now buying into that as well. But she's projecting it onto him. I, the implication here is he's not, he's less manly because yeah. he's that's, shaving his That's exactly what I was going to come to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact is now that, you know, the next thing I was going to say is, do you get put off by the fact that your girlfriend's shaved their armpit hair? Clearly she doesn't. So clearly it's a thing of her thinking this is not a masculine way to carry on. So therefore, I would suggest that that is her problem 
and not his problem. I mean, I would have an issue with anybody like feeling they have to shave their rabbit hair, but obviously choice is choice. And if you want to do that, that's absolutely game ball. And I think here the problem is that she is thinking that it isn't, it, you know, it's the same thing in the reverse side of the same thing yeah. that I'm talking about, about the standards of the way women have to present and the way men have to present. Yeah, and that's I mean, baloney. If, if, You've if, taught me so much, Declan. I owe so much to you. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging <laughs> just thought, my, yeah, my good deeds for the world. Yes. Um, yeah, look, the, 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 you, you've hit the nail on the head. It's... The shaving, the whole works of people doing um, interventions to their body. We live in a world where that stuff is just becoming so time consuming. You know, yeah. Monday I'm at the hairdressers, Tuesday I'm doing my brows, Wednesday yeah. I'm getting my nails done, Thursday I'm getting my Botox, then I'm getting my lips augmented, thinking about more intervention surgery, so I'm saving up for that. That's why I've got this, the weekend job in the whatever. And then, you know, stop. Whoa, why are you doing all this? It is, people are being swept along with the kind of non thinking that's way, exactly you know, whatever it. it is yeah. however and, I, and like, I agree with you that the lockdown kind of did give people pause to think Stand about back, stuff yeah. you know obviously body hair grows where your body needs it to grow it's a, it's a heat regulator it grows under your arm pits so you know the really sweaty place kind of you know it kind of helps to regulate temperature I'm sure that it also stops the swell because it's in a kind of a place prone yeah. to chafing whatever the hair actually functions to stop the oils and everything kind of coagulating and turning oh, into so spraying deodorants actually scientifically sure isn't a good thing however we do what we buy into it and it's consumerist yeah. and it's, mm. it's, it's, it's happening men shaving their armpits swimmers do it people do it sports people do it all the time there's a certain kind of dare I say porn body aesthetic thing going on there as well it's about oh. guys in the gym you know your hairy bits don't allow you to kind of show your kind of definition of your muscles How would you, it was probably my age I would always thought like hairy chest was much more sexy than that's a shaved chest that's just your choice though isn't it yeah. it's like Is you it, know it's, it's like my age. Age. some of them get waxed and everything yeah, 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 yeah I know that like, yeah but, but I kind of like a bit of chest that's why I said specifically the kind of the porn body thing or the kind of oiled gym body the people who do the bodybuilding they're all kind of waxed and preened and spent longer down you know in the endurance no but they look slippery they look like, yeah, like they just squirt out of your hands. Really? What does what does pubic hair do then? Well, it's, is that, does very, that regulate the temperature I, around your? Where you, you, you go? Where you go there now? There I don't know. I, I like. Yeah. I I know. I women have an awful time. Especially it's ridiculous because I suppose the underarm you just shaved off, but the pubic hair always has to be in a feckin' shape. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. And it is about that kind of you know doing the the full. It's 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 an ideal that's created that just is non. It's kind of like oh, I want you to have the body of a little girl, even though you're forty. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's I find that weird. Oh, it is. It's totally yeah, weird. And that's but I mean, even before the explosion of porn that is now available all the time to anybody anywhere, um, like back when I was young. You still couldn't go out looking like a bus mattress like if you put on a swimsuit. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't about looking like the, the body of a child but it was just about nobody wants to see your pubic hair. But that's so, all I know, that's bit p- sticking out. Stick, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. But when, you know, there was a, like a good healthy bush there yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which you'd, you'd want to see. You'd be yeah. horrified if there wasn't one yeah, there. Can't How old have you? this conversation <laughs> 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 yes, but it is all about the kind of infant infantilization of of women, and it's and it is definitely yes. rooted in patriarchy. But then these these ideas become and the awful thing standards. is, young women, yeah, don't see that. They don't yeah. see that. They just see that as this is part of your 
your your as you said your your ongoing grooming that you need to do all the time. I mean, I remember having a punch up with my eldest daughter when uh, I, she asked me to give her a lift to a beauty salon. This is years ago now, obviously a long time ago. She was about seventeen. And we were on the car on the way up and I was asking her, what was she going for? Thinking in my innocence, she was getting a bikini line wax. No, she was getting a whatever, a Brazilian or a Hollywood or whatever. Mm. And I remember having this like huge row with her in the car. We go, that's ridiculous. Why are you doing (laughs) that? Why do you want to look like a child? And she's going, what? (laughs) She had no idea where I was coming from. But it is. And I mean, that is definitely. You get swept away with it. And your friends are talking about doing it. And and equally with the, you know, let's stick um, some filler into your lips. Let's put Botox into your 20 year old face (gasps) when you're like probably at your most youthful and beautiful. And you just go, why are you stretching your face out like a beach ball when, you know. The awful thing is that so many of these interventions, you know, from Botox to bikini waxes to the full they feel hurt. They're not pleasant. And they're expensive. Yeah. They're horrible things yeah. to do to your body. That's the point of it then. That's why I'm happy we we're on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> they can't see they can't see what I've to my uh, teeth. Uh, there's people on Twitter suggesting that you take part in the parenting slot now. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, along with uh, Joanna. Uh, I listen to it all the time, Joanna. Excuse yeah. me, he's my husband. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's my radio he's my husband. Radio husband. Joanna yes. can keep her fingers off, her hands off you. Uh, right, okay. Uh, the uh, My mother-in-law's best friend keeps in, kept in contact with her son's ex. She used to have coffee mornings right up until she passed, says Chris. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it's so possible. No, that, that's what I was alluding to. I think yeah. that it's natural for people. And if it's possible and feasible and if the breakup was even friendly, obviously that's quite a nice okay. thing yeah. to happen. But if you don't know what's going on in the relationship and you don't know why they've cut it off each other and you don't know what the consequence of keeping these people around. And the first piece, the, the first person she has hit. to discuss that with if she wants to do that is, is the daughter. Yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. My, <laughs> my ex's mother... Uh, this is from a woman. Uh, my ex's mother keeps making contact with me because he's moved in with her and she can't cope. It upsets me so much when she asks what went wrong, when she stood by and watched the car wreck happening in slow motion and wouldn't help when I asked for help with him. Can't be friends with her. No, uh, you can't. No, and you, you can't. Sound, no. You sound well rid of him in the car yeah, crash. Yeah, so. and it sounds like your, your ex-mother-in-law regrets it yeah. uh, by the second. Uh, Barbara and Declan, thank you all very much. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.